Yeah, yeah, I'm super mad. Super mad. I'm supposed to have a guest. We're supposed to have a nice little Skip Bayless, uh, Stephen A. debate. But you know how it goes when you have a good show and technology want to show their ass. Yeah, shit like that. So shout out to be honest. I'll be calling you in a minute, sir, so I can get this shit straightened out. But um, as of now... Um, the show that I was going to do is called the MVP race or the MVP talk. And I was going to bring my boy Goatee on because he, see, he knows that I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, right? Not necessarily a Green Bay fan. I'm a Raiders fan. Everybody knows that. But I do like uh, Aaron Rodgers because I think he is the most complete quarterback that we've ever seen before as far as mechanics. The, uh, you know, the way he moves his feet in and out of the pocket, he can get out of the pocket. I wouldn't call him a scrambling quarterback, but he can definitely get out there and scramble. Um, the passes that he can make uh, and just, you know, being clutch in, in, in itself. Now, there's been a bunch of clutch type quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong. You know, a lot of greats. Uh, but I just think as far as the mechanics that Aaron Rodgers have, the IQ that he has as well makes, to me, makes him the most complete quarterback. The most dangerous quarterback that I've ever seen play the game was Michael Vick. Um, but the most complete quarterback that I've ever seen play the game was, is Aaron Rodgers. The smartest quarterback that I've ever seen play the game is obviously is Peyton Manning. Um, and then you got Tom Brady up there as well, you know? So there's a, I mean, when it comes to the list of quarterbacks, like that, that discussion right there is probably, you know, more difficult than naming your top five, naming the top five hip hop artists of all time, lyricists, rappers, uh, gangsters, whatever you want to, whatever, whatever category you want to choose, Picking your top five, picking not your top five, but picking the top five quarterbacks of all time, that'd be rough. But anyway, they have to pick an MVP every year for every season. And um, I would like, I would just like to say this: it would be something. <clears throat> it would be something that you know we have had three black athletes win the MVP in a row. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, and it could be one of the candidates uh, on this list. And I have three. And at the time, we had an argument for about 30 minutes on the freeway, me and um, me and Godie. His third, his runner, well, not his runner up, obviously, but his third uh, candidate was um, Alvin Kamara, all purpose. You know what I mean? And I didn't bring up his stats because I don't have him in my third. He did have him in his third, and he had a he had a legit argument. And I noticed what he did because I had him on one of my fantasy teams as well. But when it comes to, to me, when it comes to the MVP race, I think there's only two people. Now, I put my third person up there because it wasn't Alvin Kamara. I put my third person up there just out of pure respect because I think this player needs a lot of love. And I've been, and I've been backing him for the past couple of seasons because not because I think he's a good quarterback or a good player is because so many people like to talk about athletes negative is they're quick to talk about him in a negative way. They're quick to talk about athletes in a negative way that more than 
they want to give them compliments. Even if they like, even if they're not a fan of them, like there's a lot of players or there's a lot of teams that I'm not a fan of. And then there's teams that I hate. But that doesn't stop me from acknowledging or respecting or even liking other players on the teams that I don't like. You know what I mean? Uh, especially when, like, being a Raider fan, when when we had to trade away players or release players or they went to other teams, free agency and shit like that, to me it's just like the, what is almost like, I think the Lakers, I think the Raiders, the Raiders have, I think the Raiders have a strong, they, they have like a, they literally have a cult-like following. Right. I think the Lakers is somewhat kind of like that, but not as strong as the Raiders cult like following. It's just different. And maybe because it's different sports as well, because a lot of people actually hate the Lakers more than a lot of people actually hate the Raiders. A lot of people that don't like the Raiders is just they already have a favorite team, but it's like that is the Raiders. Like the Raiders is a brand outside of the NFL. If the NFL was to stop, the Raiders would still be a thing. You know what I mean? Um, I, the Lakers is kind of like the Yankees. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody hates the Yankees. Everybody hates Dallas. Everybody hates the Lakers. Um, there's a few other teams out there, but those are just like hated teams across the nation, although they might be loved across the nation as well. The Raiders have a cult-like following, meaning I don't care if you're a racist or not. When you're a Raiders fan, it's like you niggas are family. You know what I mean? But to get back to my point, while I digress, uh, Josh Allen is a solid quarterback. You know what I mean? I I did kind of understand the hate for him. At the same time, a lot of people that I was hating were fans of the teams in his division. And I'm not even sure if that was one of the reasons. But I think often we... We measure these players like Steph Curry gets a lot of hate. And I think the one thing that people do is they measure them up to other players, which we all do. At the same time, you got to realize that every player plays different. You know what I mean? Like we already know Mike Vick probably would never be top five quarterback in 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 a top five quarterback discussion, I think personally he would probably be in somebody's top five. And they, but the most that they could do is say based off of his skill set alone. You know what I'm saying? Because the NFL took some precious time away from him. You know what I mean? So he couldn't really finish out his career like we thought he would do. Being a quarterback like that, you have time to transition into another type of quarterback. When you're not able to use your legs. As long as you still have the arm strength and the accuracy, you good. So that's what made him special because he could outrun your whole goddamn team. <laughs> if this was a foot race, you might not catch him. You know what I'm saying? Unless you had the angle. But let's get back to Josh Allen. He's one of those players that, to me, he just goes out there and play. Like, he plays like he's in the backyard. Not saying that he's having fun, but he's 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 in that backyard getting dirty. You know what I mean? He's not gonna make the prettiest of throws all the time. You know what I mean? He's not might not be accurate all the time. But he's gonna go out there and he's gonna sling that rock. The one you know, he made some crazy mistakes. And the one and the the thing about it is like sometimes you can't always chalk up the mistakes. Uh, or just put it on them, or even just charge it to them, because sometimes it's just effort that went wrong. 
You know what I mean? And I'm going to get to that in a minute. So, and I'm going to tell you why Pat Mahomes is not up there. I didn't want to pull up the games because it's like we can't use we can't use the division that they played in. We can't use the schedule that they played, right? Um, because that'll work for other players. We're just going to say this. They played against NFL teams, point blank. You know what I mean? To me, I will say this. The NFC, the NFC conference is, is below the AFC. And if you really want to break it down record wise, let's just put it like this. You got a whole ass division over there, the NFC East. Yeah, I'm talking to you bums. You got a whole ass division over there that's under 500. And they were fighting there. They were fighting for a playoff position for a divisional winner that was going to end up under 500. So that alone hurts the conference in general. That division by itself hurts the conference in general. Um, at the same time, man, like all these players, you got to play against. You got to play against NFL uh, teams that has NFL top quality players. You know what I mean? Any given Sunday, bro, you could lose. You know what I mean? At the time when we was rolling, or we was we we should have been, you know, getting ready to roll. Uh, and I'm talking about as a Raiders fan, is that we should have capitalized on the games that we were supposed to win on paper. And that was, you know, losing to Atlanta, getting smacked by Atlanta. You know what I mean? When an opportunity presented itself, like, you know, we should have beat the Dolphins. We should have beat the Chargers. And even though I feel like the Dolphins are a solid team, and at that time, the Dolphins, you know, they got a top, they got a top five defense. And they for sure got a top five DB over there. At the same time, it doesn't matter. Any given Sunday, you should be able to beat that team. Miami is not the best team in the AFC uh, in the AFC East. They're not. You know what I mean? Now, are they? You know, are they the second best? Yes, they are. They are absolutely it, the first time I ever seen the Patriots not being considered the the first or the or the second team over there, the second best team over there. So yes, I mean we already know the Patriots, the Patriots dynasty been over. And we knew they weren't gonna be much, you know, do much. We just didn't expect Miami to flourish like that. Buffalo has always been on the cusp. You know what I'm saying? That that's one of the teams that 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 has been given uh the Patriots problems within the past couple of years. You know what I mean? But yet and still, we knew who the Patriots was as long as Tom Brady was under that helmet. Uh, but Josh Allen has has held his own. Yeah, I mean, look, all the outside stuff I don't care about. We're just talking about this season alone. Um, you know, he he's in a category with certain players. And I must say this because, you know, these other cats that I'm going to bring up, they're in a special category with certain players. Um Josh Allen finished, I think he had like eight rushing touchdowns this season, which is a lot for a quarterback. And he had 37 throwing. You know what I'm saying? He had 37 touchdowns throwing the rock. And that's pretty good. The company that he's with, I mean, you know, Steve Young. You know what I mean? A Cam Newton. Those type of those type of cats. You know, so um that's pretty good company. Those are former MVPs. You know what I mean? So 
even though we know he has a very, 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 very slim chance of of winning an award, he should be acknowledged. You know what I mean? So shout out to him. But let's get to the meat and potatoes. Uh, It's going to come down to a running back and a QB. And again, going back to my boy Godie, we had the discussion on the road. Um, I asked him a simple question. I said, do you think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP quarterback? Now, at first... At first, he can you know, he 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 brushed around it. You know what I mean? He made some good points for Derrick Henry. And I agree. You know what I mean? All I said is he asked me a simple question back. Uh, who would I give it the uh, MVP to? And I said, out of the two, I wouldn't be mad at neither one. Like if 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 Derrick Henry got it. He deserved it. If Aaron Rodgers got it, he deserved it. Now comes the debate about who deserves it more. Right? Um, looking at the numbers, and we're just going by the numbers, you know, I let's put it to you like this. When it comes to a running back, we already know the top two stats that matter touchdowns and yards when it comes to a quarterback it's touchdowns and yards and i think i don't i don't i don't know maybe i have to ask around but i'm not sure which one is valued more is it the is it the yards or is it the touchdowns you know what i mean cuz i feel like if your yards is not there but your touchdowns is there they'll frown upon it uh, frown upon it because I don't know. I mean, I guess more is just it's just more respected, I guess. So he did throw for over 4000 yards. We know that. But he was like, uh, what, the top seven? He was in the top seven as far as passing yards. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Derrick Henry was the number one running back. And he's a, he's the eighth player. See, there was two records broken but because. I would say this. First of all, the, the record that Rodgers broke was his own record. So it's not going to be highlighted. He was It was his own franchise record, which was 48. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of quarterbacks that throw for 40-plus 40, for 40 touchdowns in the season, right? He threw for 48 this year, uh, and, you know, and he's in a company with Hall of Famers. You know what I mean? The Dan Marinos. Uh, Peyton Manning's, Tom Brady's, and I think Pat Mahomes threw for 50 touchdowns uh, a couple of years ago. I think 2018, he threw for 50 touchdowns, right? Um, And I think Peyton Manning had, like, that one year, he had, like, 55. Yeah, I think, like, 2000, I want to say some years ago, man, like 2013, 2012, somewhere around there, and I think he threw for, like, 50, 55 touchdowns. On bananas, right? And, of course, Brady had 50 before. Brady had a 50-piece. Brady had a 50-piece. But Derrick Henry, only only the eighth player in NFL history to rush for uh, 2,000 yards. And I think what makes it special about this one is that he needed 223 yards to get to 2,000. The man rushed for, two th- <laughs> the man rushed for 250 yards that game. Crazy. A good point that Goldie made. What is easier to do? Is it easier to gain yardage by passing or running? 
obviously it's passing, right? You gain more in a faster way. On the ground, you got to work harder. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, you got to rely on the line just like the quarterback has to rely on the line. You know what I mean? You got to rely on some blocks just like the quarterback has to rely on some blocks. Um, There is more, you know, no, no, I guess you can say pun intended. There's more legwork. At the same time, if you ask me what's the uh, most difficult position to play in the NFL, it's quarterback. So there's arguments that I can ha- I could I can make on both sides. I'm going to say this. This is how I feel. I think Aaron Rodgers has had a MVP season. Point blank. Top two player in the NFL right now, Aaron Rodgers. Derrick Henry is by far the top running back in the league at this moment and has had an MVP type season. I'm going to say for him going over 2,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, which is pretty good. Um, 17, uh, 17 touchdowns, but 2,027 yards, somewhere around there. Uh, that's, that's extremely impressive. And he's a big back too. You know what I mean? So I, I think I might go with, um, I think I might go with Derrick Henry. But the thing is, this is what I wanted. This is what I want to. I wanted my boy Goldie to understand is that even if you don't like him, and and this is going back to what I was talking about earlier, is that you don't have to be a friend of Green Bay to acknowledge Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, it's not a when me liking Aaron Rodgers is not a biased thing. Is that he's that good? You know what I mean? Like. Don't get me wrong, I can sound like a hypocrite when I talk about Tom Brady or how I used to talk about, I don't even know if I ever talked about Phillip Rivers in a negative way because even though he was in my division for so many years and I hated him, I still respected his game, right? And I think the one thing about Tom Brady is that you can't deny his talent. And I, most of the hate or the differences on liking him came from the shit surrounding the game. You know what I mean? Um, and if he was involved in any type of scandals or cheating or something like that, it always seemed funny to me. The Patriots, Tom Brady, 9-11. It was a lot of, a lot of conspiracy shit that I actually believe in and some shit that I still do believe in. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and that kind of spills into the whole Pat Mahomes thing. So off of the MVP talk, Derrick Henry, I'm going to pick Derrick Henry to win it. But like I said, I think this year Aaron Rodgers could win MVP and I can understand why he won it, but I think Derrick Henry will win it. And he also deserves it, you know, as well. But to get off of that, there's one topic that I want to talk about and I'm going to wrap it up. It's going to be a shorter short episode is that the whole, when the league picks a player, you know, and every league does it, you know, the the NBA actually has the luxury of having multiple players that they could highlight to carry the league with the NFL. It always seems like they only want to highlight one quarterback, 
but there's also other quarterback that is good or greater, but they like to focus on this quarterback because they got to have a poster child. That's it. You know what I mean? I don't, as good as Aaron Rodgers has always been, Aaron Rodgers has never really been the poster child of the NFL. Drew Brees, no. Peyton Manning, I wanted to say they wanted, they, they were on Peyton Manning for a minute, but his nemesis was always Tom Brady. And Tom Brady was that one quarterback that could, that could do no wrong. And that's where I see them heading with the whole Pat Mahomes thing. And the reason why I said that is because two reasons. I recently, I recently paid attention to two clips. Two different games. The Lions was playing somebody. I forgot the other team that they was playing, but Matthew Stafford uh, threw a no-look touchdown pass in the back of the end zone, and it was a dart. Like, it had some heat on it. He didn't get a lot of pub about it, right? That's cool, whatever. Derek Carr against the Broncos, um... There was one play where he stepped up in the pocket. Obviously, the pocket collapsed, and he's about to—he's trying to get out of the pocket. The pocket collapsed. He sees his—he uh, sees his tailback. You know what I'm saying? It's checked down. But there was a defender that caught eye of it and recovered, or was in the midst of recovering. Derek Carr still like he. It's it's not only the way he threw the ball. But he was about to be taken down. Now, me as a Raider fan, I approve of the play because I've always said the one thing that, that that Derek Carr always pissed us off about is not being able to extend the play or taking chances. And again, he has a good efficiency because he doesn't turn the ball over. If you really think about it, most and I'm talking about his career, most of his interceptions have been tip balls because of our receivers, and Derek Carr takes blame for it because sometimes he's he may have put it in a in a in the wrong position for the for the receiver and the receiver is, is is giving effort in catching a rock. But at the same time, if that receiver does don't touch the ball, nine times out of ten is gonna come up as an incomplete pass, right? Just a bad pass. But because of the effort of the receiver, that tip ball, we got. I've seen it plenty of times where he's gotten picked off, and it was off of a tip ball, plenty of times. But there has been some interceptions that where that was just on him. He didn't see the defender, or the defender just made a great play. But I think most of his interceptions came off of tip balls. Um, and the reason why I bring that up is because he did at this point not only extend the play, but he took a chance or whatever because he didn't want to get sacked. Um, or possibly turn the ball over, but he almost he could have turned the ball over in another way. My thing is when Pat Mahomes attempts these two passes, and I've seen it before. I've seen Pat Mahomes. How many times have we seen Pat Mahomes throw a no look pass? They highlight him because he is, you know, the next poster child for the NFL. Soon as Brady is up out of here, you can tell Drew Brees is almost up out of here. Aaron Rodgers is almost up out of here. Those are those are three top elite quarterbacks who will be in the Hall of Fame. And they're almost out of here. When he when Pat Mahomes attempts to make one of those passes, 
they chalk it up as that is just Pat Mahomes. That's what he does. But they criticize these other quarterbacks for doing the same thing. And the thing about it is, it's not a Pat Mahomes thing. It's a quarterback thing to where he felt like the right decision at that time was to get the rock out. Sometimes you don't make the right decision. Sometimes you just make a decision to get the rock out. You know what I'm saying? Depending on where we at in the game, the momentum, or just on your instinct, what you saw. Because nine times out of ten, if that running back caught that ball that Derek Carr threw, broke that tackle, or if that defender don't recover and he picks up a first down, uh, scores a touchdown, or just pick up a lot of yards, they're going to highlight that he made this play. But because it was an incomplete pass and because it wasn't Pat Mahomes, they said, well, that was a bonehead play. Derek Carr don't make plays like that all the time. He don't. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the reason why his efficiency is real good is because he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. And the reason why he doesn't turn the ball over a lot is because usually he would either take the sack or he would throw the ball away. And and I'll do it in this order. He'll either throw the ball away, scramble, or take the or take the sack. You know what I mean? It and it, it recently he started getting out of the pocket a lot or whatever because the 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 chemistry with the receivers now he can make some plays. But nah, nah. And then Matthew Stafford got nobody highlighted it. I didn't see it on, I didn't see none of that. I mean, they showed it as a touchdown when they were summarizing the, that particular game, but they didn't highlight it. I didn't see it in the top 10 on ESPN, no, none of that shit. But if Pat Mahomes would have did that, my man threw a pass in the back of the end zone, and it was more of a great catch and toe job in the end zone than it was of a pass. Don't get me wrong, he put the ball where no one can get it, but he put the ball where if that receiver didn't catch it, to me, it would have been considered a bad pass or whatever because the receiver had to do more work to get the pass than anything. Although they will mask it as he put the ball where nobody else can get it but the receiver. Well, they're in the end zone. <laughs> they're in the end zone. You know what I mean? So he has to put it in a certain place where the receiver can get it because there's some white chalk around him. Made a big old made a big old deal about it, you know what I'm saying? Just a big deal about it, and I, I think it was against the Saints. And I'm like, come on, bro, that's the part that I can't stand. And it's nothing against Pat Mahomes; it's these commentators, it's the media sometimes, and the fans get involved, and it's like they overdo it with regular shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to go back to a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl, the Atlanta versus the Patriots, when Julian Edelman caught that ball. They thought that was a phenomenal pass. That was a bad pass. That was a bad pass. At the same time, Edelman saved Brady. And guess who gets all it? And that's, and that's what I'd be talking about. That's exactly what I'd be talking about. I've seen that no-look pass from Matthew Stafford. That was one of the best no-look passes i ever seen with that type of velocity on the ball. That move that Derek Carr made, I've seen quarterbacks do that before. Some have succeeded, some don't. But the fact that they criticize quarterbacks different because, you know, of names is crazy. Like, we know Pat Mahomes is a special talent. I'm not going to say Pat Mahomes does stuff that I've never seen before, though. 
Uh, it was also like like even with Lamar Jackson and they got you know they got the Lamar Jackson and the Michael Vick comparison. Bro, don't get me wrong. Lamar Jackson is in that video game genre along with a lot of other players. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, the media don't try to wow me with highlights that I've seen before. I've seen some crazy runs by quarterbacks before. You know what I mean? And but at the same time, I can't really hate because black quarterbacks don't get enough love as it is. Even though I'm comparing them to another black quarterback, at the same time, like don't act like we haven't have not seen this shit before. You know what I mean? Now he might break some records, but as far as the style of play and shit like that, we've seen it before. Mike Vick was probably the most dangerous and the fastest quarterback that I've ever seen. You're not going to catch that guy. You're not. In his prime, with Pierre, uh, with, with, uh, uh, with my guy, uh, Peerless Price, you know what I'm saying? Warwick, that, like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but that's it, man. Derrick Henry, I think he deserves the MVP. Uh, again, I think, I, I really do think Aaron Rodgers deserves the MP as well. But if you really break it down, um, but I meant to ask Goldie if Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers was a black quarterback, would, would that be different as well? Cause I know the biggest stat is that he's the eighth player of all time to actually, you know, rush for over 2000 yards, you know, that, which is crazy. 